Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Batman got on my nerves. He was running me a mouth. He ridiculed me, calling me a bum. I whooped Batman's ass. I whooped Batman's ass. Yeah, what duh. would you like? Oh, off a sprite. Yeah. You have to ask them what they would like. You do. Because they mean a sprite. Or they, they mean, mean pop or whatever else. Whatever they, the hell it saying. is. Yeah. Give me a Coke. What kind they of Coke? Mean a I deal all the time with people. Say, what kind of Can Fanta? I get a Coke? Is a Pepsi okay? No. Yeah. Apparently Pepsi is not okay. Okay, there, yeah, there, there are most, people that have an issue with oh that. Oh my God, you, you have no idea. I've never encountered this in my life well, as and, much as I have and, and, in and this not, town. And not only a dislike of whatever their, yeah. the other beverage is, but a, a, a venomous, angry hatred yeah. for, to the fact is like, you don't have a Pepsi? I'll have water. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, all the time. vehement refusal Fuck to you, restaurant. Right. Well, in Vegas, water. No, no the, it's not fuck you restaurant. Strippers. It's fuck you server, and I hate that. <laughs> it's not my freaking fault yeah. that you, that well, we didn't carry a product. Look, did Vegas, you ever have somebody say to go across the street and get them a coke? Yeah, I did. Vegas in the strip is predominantly <laughs> like, you, Pepsi. You have isn't a fun it? walk. I'm not. Yeah, the strip yeah. is predominantly Pepsi. I, I believe yeah. Pepsi mm-hmm. is uh, generally cheaper than Coke. I think on the surface. Uh, right? It's it's not cheaper per se, but they have. Some uh, rather uh, nice beneficial deals. deals that they right. do with no, the casinos. Throwing in the cups yeah. and stuff like that. Although, uh, MGM Resorts just recently went Coke oh, for, most, for most of, not all of their properties. Well, that's because they got so many complaints that you don't have Coke, I'm going to Harris. Because most of the movie theaters <laughs> yeah. are Coke. It's rare you go to a movie theater and it's Pepsi. That's true. So, yeah. oh, it's and like- Mr. Pibb. Fuck Mr. Pibb. Oh, fuck Mr. Pibb. Welcome, folks. It's Geek Shock number hey, 153. I am Master Torga. It's just fake. It's just fun to say. Mr. Pibb. I didn't say. You were in the middle of something. Poor Mr. Pibb sitting down there. <laughs> He's such a sweet guy. Fuck I am Mr. Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Just Michael. And Captain Luddite. Yep, we are missing uh, Commander K tonight. Oh, but he says you'll be back next week. Yeah. Now we're also missing the famous him. Paul because Who? are we missing? Are we missing? Him? Are we missing the famous Paul? Are we really missing? Him? <laughs> are we sadly missing? Him? <laughs> the room smells better now. Paul's not feeling well. <laughs> yes, but but it's a shame. Seriously though, when has he ever truly felt well? That's true. Well, he's uh, not he, exactly he was, he, the healthiest. Of he was well enough to stay up till. 3.30 in the morning playing Mortal Kombat. Well, there is yeah, the other night. Gosh. That was like two nights ago. Sitting there going, oh, I should be going to bed, but I'm going to kick your ass. Let me kick just Michael's ass one more time. <laughs> God damn it. They're like, you've never made those decisions. <laughs> I have not made those decisions. <laughs> not that exact decision. No. Oh. Not with Mortal Kombat. No, I'm sure. No, but, but in life, I've made the decision <laughs> to kick Michael's ass many times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who well, hasn't? He's, really? he's done it with software, too, though. He's like, I really should go to bed, but goddamn, I want to finish this level out. <laughs> okay, so I finished that level sooner than I thought. I'm going to finish another level. That's dangerous. Oh, I'm sick. I probably shouldn't be playing this game. I should probably be sleeping, but I'm going to play this game out. I've seen him do it. That's I've terrible. seen him do it. He's probably playing Mortal Kombat right We've now. We've all done it. He probably you know, is. What ha- what, he wasn't playing Mortal Kombat before. I got Mortal Kombat game fl- uh, from Gamefly. Yeah. Because my girlfriend and I like to play fighters together. It's the only real game that we I can get her to play together without always, her throwing a controller at me. Always good. To fighters find get her close together. though. Um, what do you mean by that? Well, she hates losing, and oh, okay. And I've I've been playing games a lot longer than she has, so. I'm a little bit better at it, and that irritates her. But um, so I get this game I to play with her. That. I put it in, and all of a sudden, I get I get uh, Paul 
messaging me, oh, I see you got Mortal Kombat. Let's go. Let's fight. I was like, oh, all right, well, we'll we'll fight a little bit. <laughs> he, he, of course, Paul, being the, the fighter gamer that he is, kicks my ass a bunch of times. I was like, well, why don't you go? For, first off, the first time he, he, he got me playing this thing, I was playing the tutorial, and he wouldn't let me finish it. <laughs> So I'm like, well, I haven't played through the tutorial. I don't know how to play this game. I've been in that boat with Paul. Oh, it's and okay. He's like, he's like, oh, come on, come on, take it easy on you. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Just look at the moves list. You can see that. <laughs> yeah, just look at the moves list. Yeah. Ah, uh, that's go- that game is going back in the mail tomorrow. He, well, <laughs> is, he is a savant when it comes to those kinds of games. And not yeah, only that, yeah, but you assholes. Retarded kids normally need something they're good at. That's yeah, exactly. True. And it makes them feel good, so we can make <laughs> the special kid feel good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, make a wish. Yeah, you had to get that one because now I have Silent Hill Downpour. And even though I know it hasn't gotten the greatest reviews, I'm excited to play it because I love the Silent Hill universe. It's fun. I've heard great things about it. I've never been into it yet. Spooky, atmospheric horror, and it's just trippy shit. I love it. And I cannot play it because every time I go on, it's bloop. Let's Paul, play some Mortal Kombat. Join a Xbox ah. Live group. <laughs> and it's like, yep. So Mortal Kombat has now taken over for the other night. And before that, of course, it was the damn with sword one. Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He so every time. Soul Calibur. You know, Caliber, you, know you can ignore yeah. those messages, right? I feel rude. I feel rude <laughs> ignoring a party. That mean, that Wait a minute. You feel rude by treating Paul a certain way? I feel rude yeah. treating anybody that way. You want to join the Xbox <laughs> but it's party? Paul. I'm like, this is supposed we to be a... We got a party. You should come over. Paul. So, okay, I'm okay. okay. So, like, I don't there are a few creatures <laughs> less rude than Paul. So, so let me ask you this. Rude. You know on the on your on your cell phone now that you can you can accept or ignore phone calls. Have you ever ignored a phone call? Only when I was really, really busy, like in another social setting. But so, if I'm so, alone, I don't ignore phone calls. I answer my I phone if be, I yeah. can. But if I'm talking with If I'm having dinner with family, yeah. I will ignore a phone call. Yeah. I mean, if, if I'm dinner by myself, I will not ignore a phone call. I mean, call. I'm okay, the so, weirdo. So let's, let's, get, let's go one, one step further. You're, you're in the middle of playing a really intense level on a video game, and your, your cell phone rings. Do you pause the game? Pause the game, answer the phone. What? I'm yeah. a nice You're crazy. Guy. I'm a I'll stupidly do nice guy. I will let that phone ring until it goes to voicemail. If Can't I do it. If, I, if my fingers are going mad on that controller and I'm just I'm like, oh my God, I, I can't stop because it's going to ruin the rhythm of this segment on the game. I'm with you, Todd, on this one. Yeah. Common courtesy. I, thank you. Common courtesy. Thank you. I call him right a back. Phone, though, but yes. I don't think it's common courtesy. Why Pe- not? People have far too much expectations for cell phones now. Like you had your cell phone on you, why didn't you answer? Well, I was doing something else. Well, that's yeah. but that's it, you're it, being courteous if it to was, the thing you were doing. If it I'm was playing if, a freaking video. Now it game. also depends if, who is calling. If I don't recognize the number, let it go to voicemail. Yeah. But if it's somebody in my contacts but list, if Todd's then yes. calling me. Yeah, I'd pick it up. Say what's up. Yeah. What's going but if on? I was calling to him if from a payphone, he wouldn't answer shit. If it was important, <laughs> he would send you a text or call again. No, there's nothing important about not text. that important. I feel like the level is like text then calling. Well, text can can hey answer your phone then then call again or something. I don't know. <laughs> then I mean, just doesn't doesn't call. And that's just dumb. Let me I, guess. I, I know what you're saying. If I were to call and Todd didn't answer. And my arm has been cut off, and I need to get to the hospital. Yeah, I might then text him then with text the one with arm the that's other, left. I think the other I'd someone like, else. If hey, I I'm answer. in trouble, <laughs> and no one else is answering. Could you pick up the <laughs> phone? Then you get the text that says, "One, how did you text this with one hand? Two, because <laughs> call nine one one. I'm awesome. That's how. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's should have called emergency. There's some numbers. issues, and I can't let the official yeah. 
police get involved or anything. <laughs> you only have to log in your phone to dial the emergency button. No, no. See, that's I don't need the I don't need government the, to know the, what happened. The police can't be involved. I just need your help. <laughs> I know you can tie a tourniquet. There's a body that needs get to get buried and take care of the situation. I can stymie me the bleeding. I'm injured, but I can't exactly go to the hospital because of the reason how I got injured. Just heat up a frying pan and we can cauterize the wound when I get in. Listen, I can push you out the car in front of the emergency services just like anyone else. Exactly. But an ambulance won't do that. They're going to want to know and register me. There's paperwork that needs to be done. There's a lot of I don't have time for that. That's messy. So, but anyway, I agree. But I'm also, this is one of the reasons I'm Captain Luddite. I'm also known to, if I'm going to a movie, not take my phone with me. (gasps) What a novel idea. I love it. You know, or if I'm out with friends and I don't, like, why am I going to need my phone? But I also don't have anybody in my life important enough that's going to call me Mm. that something needs to be taken care of in the next two hours. Sure. But the thing is, I've I've had that emergency call that I'm like, all right, I'm never leaving this phone ever again. No, I understand that, yeah. But at the same time, yeah, movie theater, I can appreciate that. Well, what do you need your phone for? Uh, to Facebook the other people on how good that movie is <laughs> while you're watching it. At, oh, no, I was going to say after the film is over? Yeah. No, no, all the way through. In the middle. Running commentary. We've got a live tweet. Is yeah. it, is live it tweet Regal tweet. now that says they'll kick so. you out for even yeah. Facebooking? There's some, yeah. there's some movie theaters that are now creating, like, Phone areas, so you in sit the in the phone area away from. So if you want to use your phone in the theater, like the smoking section on an yes. old airplane. Yes, that is wow. that, that is coming, my friend. That's not wow. a good solution. They're, they're experimenting with that right now. I mean, I guess they know that they can't really stop. Only them. if it's like up stick front. them in the back well. in the blowjob section. Is there a, <laughs> but I like the back. There's a blowjob section. section? <laughs> <laughs> I must be going How to the I wrong theater. Pay hey, extra for the blowjob <laughs> section. I mean, is there a code you You have to... You thought popcorn and soda was expensive. (laughs) Is there a code I need to say before I buy my ticket? Oh, wait. I didn't know He's probably giving, not receiving. (laughs) I don't care. I just need to know where this blowjob section is. (laughs) How do you think we pay for this podcast, my friend? And prizes. Speaking of prizes... When did this happen? My goodness. Uh, Let's see. We have hit the thousand likes. Oh, we have? Yes. Congratulations. uh, The contest is officially... Oh, yay. Uh, Next week, we'll announce what the prize is, because I'm not quite ready to do that. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, However, our winner of the Neil Gaiman has not responded yet, so if we don't hear from them by next week, we will reselect a new winner from one of you likers from our Facebook page. So they get two weeks to respond. So, yeah, you get basically two weeks to respond. If you don't get it, it goes right back out. seems fair. So next week, we'll not only announce what the final prize is, but we'll also select the winner of that. So we could be selecting two winners next week. Are they still using Facebook? There's the question. See, there is that. Did they go on to Google Plus? Is that the only way that you... Yeah. This is a, this is a Facebook likes contest. So if you're not using makes Facebook, sense. makes sense. You're fucked. So uh, yeah. and Google Plus doesn't do Facebook? I didn't know that. I don't. Google it's Plus its is its own Facebook. Oh, that. Uh, yes, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, okay. gotcha. No one's using. Yeah, no. I had a friend who tried to get. He was like, "Hey, try Google Plus." It was MySpace before, and nobody yeah. went to that. Uh-huh. And then he, first he was like, "Hey, try Friendster," and nobody went to that. And then, "Hey, try Google Plus," and nobody went to that. <laughs> I'm like, dude, everybody's on. Give Facebook. this guy a list of stocks and choose what he doesn't like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Choose what. Uh, Careful if he has to go on Shaggy Gamer. Shagger. Hey, go on Shagger Gamer. I He's, meant to check that out after we had our I'm recording sure last week, did. and I forgot. Because oh, <laughs> sure. I, I, I wanted no, to, no, I wanted sure to see. Yeah, yeah. Upload no, I'm your sure pictures. You yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes, I uploaded I'm, a bunch I'm of Jeff. No, I'm I like Lego I'm, games and Batman Arkham Sun. That's a nice way of saying no one's gotten back to him. 
<laughs> He's had 3,000 no's. <laughs> All right. So I, I'm the only one in this room who has not seen the new Batman film. That's but, right. so, but gentlemen, please, uh, I know you three have seen it. Uh, yes. Without going into spoiler territory, which I know is hard with this picture, right. you want to understand. Uh, what'd you think? Uh, overall, I liked it. Uh, I'd probably say I'm about 90% happy with it. Uh, 85%, 90% happy. Uh, just for me, I, I, I felt a little let down by the ending. And it wasn't, it wasn't that it was the specific way that it ended, but I didn't feel like it fit with the rest of the, the trilogy. That's just my, my personal take on it. Oh, yeah, I can kind of see what you're saying there. I felt like um, Christopher Nolan had stated like this was his last Batman movie and kind of, and, and Christian Bale had said that as well, and kind of with the way they told that story and with the way they ended it, they kind of told that with the story also. This is our last movie. We're not doing this anymore. You know, um, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't the movie... We wanted it was the movie we needed. <laughs> oh, I, I thought it was that. deserved. Deserve. We deserved. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't want to say it's we deserved we that. <laughs> yeah, this is the movie we earned. Um, but uh, I. Uh, That's hilarious. Overall, I'm 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 on the like side. There's some there's some gripes as like a, a Batman fan that of of course I feel like it. It was a. Gr- I thought it was a good story. I th- uh, for the movies that were there. I thought it was a good, a, a, a well directed movie, you know, well performed movie. Um, but was it a great so, Batman story? I don't think so. But it's great as a self contained trilogy. Yeah, I think it it works. I think it works for the trilogy in in the sense that you know the the director kind of had this great so the thing is it builds you up so much the first two movies yeah. and you know how are you going to follow that up and then also say and we're not doing any more after that you know because well, well, i got no after, problem with saying we're not dark doing any more after that but i don't know if they entirely are saying that they're not doing any more dark knight movies well they're not um no there'll be there'll be a new director uh, well, and a new, yeah there'll the, be a whole new direction christopher yeah. nolan's not going to be directing anymore yeah, he might be producing Nolan's done with it but yeah I, I think we'll see a lead up to a jla movie style batman perhaps next we'll see I mean, I um, yeah. What'd you think of uh, Bane's voice? Uh, it's. I thought it was fine. It reminded me of Robot in Jail a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought it was a little like a funny Sean Connery thing. It was weird. Oh yeah, no, there was a bit of a. It was a slightly modified version of his yeah. actual voice, though. I mean, yeah, I think of that actor's go, actual go voice. watch go watch Star Trek Nemesis and how he talks in that movie, yeah. and it's. It's, oh, it's, is it that same well, dude? This, yeah. yeah, but okay. this had all the funny little sources in it. Yeah. Why, why did he sound like this? Well, well it just sounded like him talking voice. through a mask. So, yeah, I mean, to I me, it, it just it's like, okay, fine, it, whatever. Well, Christopher Nolan had said he'd, he'd messed with his voice, and I think he messed with it too much. Um, he made it weird. Oh, yeah, but I think the things you're focusing on are his natural dialect, are his natural speech. Uh, Tom habits. Hardy doesn't, I don't, I, I mean, yes, he's British and all, but. He doesn't. I mean, well, I mean, I think they get accentuated by the manipulation of the voice. Yeah, it just sounded kind of funny to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Did you get used to it? Yeah, it's fine. Through it, you know. There's there's scenes where it comes back. I was able to tell my brain just stop focusing on it. And I mean, I've decided to go because I was for a while there. I was rating movies on a five star scale, but that's just pointless. 
because everything is well, four and a half. Well, then why aren't you on a ten point scale? So I've right. gone to a ten That's point a good scale. Point. <laughs> <laughs> and I, right, Nine really, and three quarters. Wait, I should really the go. The five go point up. scale just doesn't give you enough. Well, wait. Does your five point scale have a zero? Because if it has a zero, then you gotta go to a twelve point. That's scale. That's a six point scale. No, it doesn't. I had one through five. Okay. But does your ten point scale go into point fives? Uh, no, because then I should just go to a hundred, which I might do eventually. <laughs> 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 if I was on a hundred point scale, I'd give this movie like a sixty-eight. 68. Now, All right, let me make this point. Yes. 100 points. There's maybe five movies ever made that would get 100 points okay. on my scale. Uh, just, just for my own personal scale, and what did you rate <laughs> Avengers? Avengers was higher. I would put Avengers like a, a 7, or maybe an 8 even. A 7 versus a 63? Six. 6. 68? No, I, well, yeah. An 80. A 75 to 80, okay. I would say. You know, like somewhere in there. All right. If we were on the 100-point scale. And I would put... Uh, Dark Knight, higher. I would put Dark Knight like at an 80. Okay. Because I think that's an, an exceptionally good movie. It is. I think it's well-crafted. I think it's a lot of fun. And you have the, you have the perfect nemesis for Batman. Batman's yeah. all about controlling his emotions and focusing all those things. And the Joker's about just the opposite. Let's let loose of our emotions. Chaos and fun. Let's just play with whatever happens. And Batman's trying to control everything, and Joker's trying to just let anarchy reign. In my mind, that's sort of the big push and pull between those two characters. I think one of my problems with this latest movie is that you lose that. You don't okay. have that as much. You know, but like, you know, Joker is his arch nemesis. I mean, yeah. he's the perfect that, foil for there, Batman. There's no better villain for Batman than yeah. Joker. He yeah. is the perfect foil. And I think Sandman, in the same way, is doing the same thing, where he's trying to screw with emotion and reality and all this, and Batman's trying to not... He's trying to overcome all that, and Sandman wants people to embrace all of that in a different way. It's more of a mental mind fuck. But, Scarecrow? Or Scarecrow, excuse me. Okay, because I went to... A, you, you, are, yeah. you, you jumped in Vertigo oh, wow. rarely I jumps went, into sorry. these. It's, yeah. It happened. Scarecrow. It I totally Scarecrow. happened. Right. I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. 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 Scarecrow. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? I think those two guys, it's great. My problem with this third movie is that you don't have that. You don't have this... You have someone who's very systematically, very militaristically trying to... It's almost a military coup of a situation. Okay. As opposed to this random chaos. I mean, it becomes random chaos because they set up a system where it can become chaos, mm -hmm. but it's not... But it's organized chaos. It is you know? kind it's, of... It's, it's, it's an intentional chaos. Yeah. There's, a, there's a clear goal at the end that's really obvious, you know, not obvious, but kind of obvious. Yeah. And so I don't think it plays as well because Batman is at his best when he's trying to fight. Because Batman is very rigid and very, like, you get, he... That's true. And, and most and most of the best Batman villains yeah. are on the ver chaos versus order. Exactly. I mean, Batman's order and his... Scarecrow. Yeah, Two-Face's chaos versus order. Right. Exactly what I'm saying. So, the Riddler. And like, yeah, exactly. And so what I was saying earlier is that Really, it should. It's probably five movies, not three movies. But okay. like you said, the last two movies are both two and a half, three hours long. So yeah. it kind of is. But yeah. But it was, it was very fun. It was a very good movie. You know, on my ten point scale, I think I give it a seven. Okay. Because I can't seventy. I can't quite give it a six. Seventy, exactly seventy. You know what I mean? I'm already well, moving you to the hundred point scale. <laughs> we can, we can, we can extrapolate from your one hundred point scale. You give it a six point eight. Yes, but I hate the point. I hate, what's the point of the point? What's the eight? point of the point? 
Just, <laughs> what's just, the point of the point? Let's just be honest. We're I on a 100 point scale, but that's right. going to drive people nuts. <laughs> but like I said, very few movies are 100 points. Well, then I give it a uh, 72.3. 72.3. Well, <laughs> Shit. Now, that's a 1,000 point scale. Now, yeah. thousand, come on now. <laughs> now, you're just being, now you're just being rude. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, give me on whatever scale you use what you thought. Uh, for overall trilogy or just this movie standalone? First tell me what scale you're going to use. Uh, <laughs> He's going to use an alphabet scale? Oh, shit. <laughs> it's a W plus? Uh, I give it an A, B point C. <laughs> now I'm fucked up. Rate, rate, it, rate it by diamond clarity. By diamond clarity? <laughs> I don't think even I, I don't think even gemologists Dying agree clarity. on any clarity. Right. No, the gemologist hardness scale on the hardness scale. Oh, what we're talking scale? just this last movie, just, just by, by molecular weight by its by its carbon lattice structure. <laughs> you didn't think I knew? I that, mean, did as you? a trilogy, oh, I knew you knew that. What the hell was it? As a trilogy, I would put it in the same category as the original first three Star Wars movies. The That's first nice. movie is awesome, gets everybody's attention, excited about the world, introduces it beautifully. The second movie is probably the best, the most interesting emotional journey, conflict and everything. And the third movie is, it's teddy good. Bears. It's good. Are there it teddy was, bears in this? It's, no, no, there's no there teddy is, bears there's in this. Totally, you should good. see Batman fighting the teddy bear. It is so, <laughs> it's it good, is amazing. But it's not quite what the second exactly. movie set you up. Batman you know, kicks exactly an Ewok? Like, what? You know what? I, mean? <laughs> I would put it in that kind of uh, trilogy. I, I like that analogy. Yeah. A lot. As a uh, you know, I, I I have to agree with him on that. Yeah. I, I, the The story ended the way that it had to end for Nolan's trilogy. Yeah. So I mean, while many people are going to say this is probably the weakest of the three films, it ended the way it his trilogy needed to end. And it really, so it should be the only judge. I mean, if you you can't judge it to a larger Batman. Yeah. No. Thing, I mean, it never it, was supposed to be that. Yeah. And, and yeah, I I, I okay. I'm going to give it a, a ten point scale. I'll say I'll give it an eight out of ten. Eighty, yeah, or 80 percent. Eight out of ten. All right, that's what he said. <laughs> Not eighty. I don't know what scales the people at home are using, so I'm trying to translate that. <laughs> well, in a five-star system, I believe that's a three point five. I think so. Or is that a four? Which always sounds like it sucks. A three point five, even or though is that a four? on the number level, is it's it pretty eight? Good. Yeah, eight, four. Eight, a four, eight would be a five-star. Star. Star. I give it four out of five. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Fuck you, X-Play. The conversion. We got to get a conversion table for the stars to the five to the you know, ten. X-Play, uh, their, their review system drives me crazy. I'm not going to get hey, into it. Hey, they improved it, it since they went to the four-point system. Who's this? Four point, X-Play. The, uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, G4's really video it? game show. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Have they really improved it? Uh, they went to a ten-point scale, but still use only a five stars. Yeah. <laughs> they, they're using half stars. Yeah. So half, yes. They made they're basically oh, on a 10-point star. Oh, scale. we had a reviewer in, in uh, San Antonio who used jalapenos. That was fun. Yeah. How many, How jala many jalapenos total? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I always kind of like the old system. 3.5 jalapenos. Thumbs up and thumbs down is really straightforward. Yeah. Of like, yeah. And this is definitely a thumbs up. It's like, go see it. It's a lot of fun. Well, then, and then you, you should got, see it in the theaters. You've got, got four thumbs the there. So you could have... <laughs> Definitely see it in IMAX. I've only got two thumbs. You've got two thumbs, Siskel and Ebert. You've got I don't have four, four thumbs. thumbs. No, I'm Siskel not some and Ebert. Freakish four people. From some of, the two people. What am four I, thumbs. Star Trek creature? I got four thumbs. Look at me. I only got six people. You take four your four thumbs. thumbs and go hitchhike <laughs> with your four thumbs. News you don't give a shit about. <laughs> I would say everything we were just talking about. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good, makes it a good segue. <laughs> I will say this, though. Huh. 
went to the film No Fear. I never seen No Fear. Is that a good movie? No. I'm talking about like the whole with the with the whole incident that happened. A lot of people oh, okay. were afraid oh, to go yeah. see it. Oh. Well, I went to the film but, Fearless. Yeah, of course you did. There, That's it, not going to happen again. Yeah. How many how many times have people died in the theater? Oh, that and, and Abraham Lincoln. And by the mm-hmm. way, um, I hear they're now banning costumes. Yeah, we're going to get to that. Uh, we're we're going to yeah, talk about some of the fallout in that's this. That's a yeah. bit harsh. Uh, yeah. But, God you know, forbid it, kids enjoy their movie going experience. But news you don't you give a shit about. Sorry, it. I didn't mean to jump no, ahead. No, it's all right. It's okay. The, the only. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That'll happen. That'll happen. Um, you can only start news you get, don't give a shit about with uh, Dr. Vlark. Uh, Barry uh, sent us a response because if you listen to last week's show, I, the Steam sale was going on and I sent him some horrible, horrible games. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. so Barry decided to response. respond. So, he gave some ratings, too. How was the cricket game? Uh, yeah, I can't uh, wait to see uh, how he, has, he hasn't rated it yet, but basically he's just... Well, I'll just quote him here. From Virtual Family's description... Quote, adopt and nurture a needy person in the computer, unquote. (laughs) From Secret of the Magic Crystal's description, quote, in this game, you manage a horse breeding farm set in a fantasy surrounding. The game enables you to breed legendary horses such as Pegasus, Unicorn, Fire Steed, Ice Steed, and Demon Steed. You can buy over 700 objects during the game, unquote. Fuck you, Torgo. Fuck you very much. <laughs> I think fire. he's been playing the crap out of those games. Yeah, he clearly understands them. Fire Steed, maybe the fire horse raising can happen for Paul. <laughs> it's true. Horse raising. Oh, you can yeah, maybe can get to the horse raising. <laughs> it's the only reason I have a fire. Oh, it can happen. You need to get this game for Paul. We need to get this game. He doesn't for Paul. play PC games. Otherwise, I bought him for me years ago. Oh, but he might actually do it if there's horse raising. If there's horse raising. Uh, it might be worth it. He would probably be into something like that. Though. Oh, he'd totally be into it. No, That's I mean, what I'm like, saying. Oh, I raised my horse. Yeah. Horse How long has he been talking about that horse that he bought in, in Skyrim? He was so sad that it got eaten by a cat. That's true. Well, you don't, apparently, that was the whole of this Skyrim experience. It is a yeah. game I have not played, but apparently you don't buy a horse no, in that you game. No, steal them. But well, then when you show up in town, I don't people think, are like, hey, isn't that Fred's horse? Uh, <laughs> Ooh, Red, Red Fred? Dead, I never you bought a Fred? horse. I just ended up having one. Well, you could catch them in the wild. I know, which is awesome. Nah, see? Yeah. Wild horses. There was one or two times I was left without a horse, and I was like, "Couldn't oh. drag me away." Oh Jesus! <laughs> Took forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also a little uh, comment from Fact Check Andy. Uh, I've seen that list, and that's the list we talked about—the big list where uh, oh, where the, uh, why the you're Christian fundamentalists hell. were yeah. what was leading to demon possession. Oh, okay. Uh, I've seen that list, and it looks like it's just a page out of a Jack Chick comic. For those who know Chick Tracks, look them up. They're extremely entertaining. Uh, the trilateralism they're talking about is the Trilateral Commission, a think tank that shows up on uh, big on most conspiracy nuts' radar oh. that harken back to Japan, Germany, and America. Interesting. Oh, okay. So they're talking that. Oh, okay, so, like major and, and, tr- and a lot of these stuff. chick tracks were. These are like little mini comics. You find them sometimes on your car. Or if you're a server, you might be left one occasionally as your tip. Can't say I've ever <laughs> seen one. Uh, oh, they're. Oh, I have. You just look them up. On, they're all available to look at online. That's, on, on, on the Chick Publications, their own website. That's a good tip. Huh? The, I'm sure you're really happy to get that tip as a server. Oh, it's it's the best. Yeah, nothing makes you feel yeah, better. Although it is entertaining, it also makes you want to burn things. Yeah. It's great. Maybe <laughs> maybe raise some horses. Yes. <laughs> Do some horse raising. But, nice. but they have a Chick track on about every single possible thing that could send you to hell. And, and they're just... 
just so these are horribly written fundamentalist uh, like comics fun, fundamentalist mini comics they're they're Interesting. they're they're smaller than the so, instruction books you get in your uh 360 uh, i'm sorry your nintendo ds games so they're trying to find a more uh enjoyable way to spread the word yes but isn't their point that comics send people to hell isn't what what like no i think they're saying that comics idolism was well, was but was they were sort they of were... talking about the comics that are that you read yeah the ones you buy these are free oh okay i mean this if you com- buy a comic you're going a comic to about the power of the lord is not <laughs> idolism. The power of Christ compels you. It's not idolism. The power it's of Christ quite compels you. It's just well, a, I've just started. A, I've started praying to Jesus Christ, dinosaur warlord. So well, you get I figured. Lesson. I figured well, now I can get my 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 hear, sci-fi funness in with my Christianity. I'll just bring it all together. Look, that is definitely one uh, <laughs> God you don't want to piss off. That's on. Hell yeah. no, man. Oh, no, Dinos- no. Dinosaur warlord out the dinosaurs. Yes. And I hear totally. if you. Gets Jesus Christ Dinosaur Warlord enough Facebook likes, he gives you a prize as well. <laughs> really? Yeah. Does, I didn't even know you had a Facebook. Eternal, page. eternal salvation. Eternal dinosaur Facebook likes, salvation. Yes. Not and, human salvation. And dinosaur he will salvation. impregnate you with your very own dinosaur. Really? Yes. Wow. Now the pregnancy, giving birth is another whole thing. No, it seems unlikely. It's going to be horrible. Survive. It's going to be a horrible. I have experience. a feeling that's only good you, for the baby. doctors. You, should you, be standing you by. You give out an egg. Whoop de doo. Yeah, but it's where you pass that egg. Yeah, it's no fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm a guy, and so it's a that's, big egg. That's not good. Have you ever seen a dinosaur egg? Yeah, at least the size of a. No, football. I've never seen a dinosaur egg. <laughs> at least yeah. the size of a. Football. What, what are you going to yeah. show me? A fossil? Fossils Min- don't exist. I've been <laughs> told that. <laughs> Minimum. Nessie proves that. Nessie proves. Nessie that. proves a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do a whole show of callbacks. <laughs> Is that what this is? <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Someday. real news you don't give a shit about. Yay. The real news we don't give a shit about. Okay. Uh, you hear about this whole thing with Chick-fil-A and uh, yes. Hanson Company? I haven't heard it, no. Uh, yes. uh, basically, Chick-fil-A is, is run Is this by a chick fight? No. <laughs> it's Only a it chick were. fight. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> this is two corporations fighting for some reason. Uh, basically, and a lot of people getting really Basically, Chick- Chick-fil-A is run by, is a family-run company, but it's a... Fundamentally very, Christian-run company. Yes, yeah. and so they uh, this family has donated like $3 million to various anti-gay hate groups and so on to essentially strike down gay marriage in various Their places. belief is that gay marriage okay. is wrong. And, yes. the, oh, yeah, and the CEO and, okay. publicly came out and said he believes in the, the family as defined in the Bible. Yeah. Not anti-gay hate groups. No, no, gay, anti-gay, anti-gay, hate slash, yes, yeah, okay. hate exactly. groups. Yeah, I was like, wait, that's that's. <laughs> yeah, sorry if I caused any confusion. <laughs> I need to there. start a group called the Anti-Gay Hate Group. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you get money from everyone. Work <laughs> <Orcus>, anti-gay. <laughs> the Anti-Gay Hate Group. Work <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Hell no, we won't hate gays. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, uh, yeah, so the the company came out. The CEO said, right. "What did he say?" It's, and basically, basically, because of the stance and the money they spent, that they had, uh, it goes against Henson's company-owned philosophy yeah. that equality in marriage. And so, so they said, "You know what? We'll no longer support having toy our toys. We're cutting all ties with." Yeah. Chick-fil-A. And so in response, uh, Chick-fil-A has put up uh, this sign in their restaurant. Yeah, I saw this on Facebook today. Oh, the recall? Thing? Yeah. yeah. We apologize for inconvenience, but as of 7 12 
Chick-fil-A has voluntarily recalled all of the Jim Henson Creature Shop puppet kit meal toys due to a possible safety issue. Please be advised that there have not been any cases in which a child has actually been injured. However, there's been some reports of children getting their fingers stuck in the holes of the puppets. Yeah. Which in itself is its own moniker. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, I mean, to a certain extent, they probably have voluntarily done it because they probably aren't following the lawsuit that they probably have a right to file against the Henson Corporation for pulling their toys. So they've said that's well, that cool. Well, that's the shit. The, the, I don't think the Hensons did pull the toys. I think it, at that point they said we're... Chick-fil-A you know, was doing it as a fuck you to the yeah, Hensons? Yeah. Oh, and then okay. making up the safety issue. Yeah. yeah. Whatever nowhere. it is. It's, it's, it's one of those things of... I, I'm amazed at how riled up people get about what corporations do and the people that represent a corporation. Mm-hmm. Because... We live in America, people. Hate to break it to you. And everybody's free to think whatever they think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the difficulty of this country. That's true. Because I'm allowed to think gay marriage is good. Whether it is or isn't doesn't matter. I believe it is. Right. And that other guy is allowed to believe it isn't good. Mm-hmm. Now, are we allowed to physically try to prevent people from being happy? No. And that's where it gets fuzzy and that's yeah. where it gets difficult. But uh, uh, I just found this little spat amusing. It is amusing. I and it, it's funny because it came right on the tails of the whole uh, Jimmy John's thing. Did you see that? Oh, I uh, don't think. Yeah, I have. apparently the guy who owns Jimmy John's Sub Sandwich Corporation, the guy who started all Jimmy John, I guess is actually his name. <laughs> I would assume that would be. Uh, likes to go big game hunting in Africa. Okay. Or has done it at least once and has photos of himself holding up... Rhinos and things? Yes. And a lot of people are in an uproar about that. Sure. Now, I, I had a reason not to like that restaurant before because I didn't like their sandwiches, but now mm-hmm. there's absolutely no reason to go to that place. I happen to really like Jimmy John's sandwiches. Sure. And, well, it's, you know, it's it's a internal struggle as to how much you like the sandwich versus how much you don't like the guy that owns it and for here's whatever my, reason. Here's my question. The guy is saying he doesn't like this guy who hunts animals is eating the roast beef sandwich at Jimmy John's right. sandwich shop. <laughs> Listen, man, I I don't eat cute animals. That's, yeah, that's, that's you know, it's like if you're really, are you a I vegetarian? I only eat cute animals. You know? Well, that's choice. Yeah. So it's one of those things of like, really, the Veal only is solution Veal. is to just yeah. move on to a farm <laughs> and make your own clothes and grow your own food and just stay away from corporations at all. Otherwise, you're going to be constantly disappointed. <laughs> Gotta be a hippie. <laughs> and welcome to nerd life. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you're just going to be constantly... Dis- it's, it's it's near to impossible to know what any corporation... So you can say, I'm glappy to eat that roast beef sandwich. <laughs> I think Jimmy John's makes a tasty sandwich, and I'm going to keep eating there. <laughs> Will I ever go big game hunting? No. I'm interested in this, why you called your sandwich a her. Did I call it a her? Yeah, you did. When? Just He's, now. He takes his sandwich wow. eating very personally. Yes, he does. I'm mm-hmm. happy to yeah. eat it is what I meant to say. <laughs> oh. Oh. And you yes, hear that, ladies? And yes, that does mean that? I yes, think of ladies. women as an it. Yes, that's exactly what I was saying. That <laughs> <laughs> they would just shut up and let me eat my sandwich in peace. Shut up and let you enjoy it? <laughs> <laughs> We'd both be a lot happier. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> We've just lost 300 likes on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> the writing team of Robert Orsi, Alex Kurtzman, this, these two names keep coming up, has just paired with the Underworld director, Len Wiseman, for a TV series based on the legend of Sleepy Hollow. 
The trio will co-executive produce the prospective series titled so far simply Sleepy Hollow. Orsi and Kurtzman will script the project with uh, co-writer Philip Iscove and Wiseman will direct the pilot. The show will be a modern-day reimagining of the classic Washington Irving legend and will feature Ichabod Crane teaming up with a female local sheriff to solve all manners of mysteries in their town. This is okay. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of bones. I'm tired of new yeah. shows that are bones. It's all yeah. It's all the uh, cop. Uh, it's yeah. Procedurals. Well, and, and because what uh, what was it about the once upon a time thing? And the, the Grim is that that one? And the other Grim. No, one. there's one no, upon a time. Two. There's Grim. Oh, okay, those, those right. have worked out yeah. so swimmingly well. Let's continue uh, down that path. And I, what is our? I mean, I know that Ichabod Crane is one of the few like truly American. Yeah. Sort of tales of that nature. Everything else is grim. Yeah. <laughs> and here's an American. But I don't know if we really do. We really need to see another telling of this. Have we yet to see a really good telling of this? I mean, it might be great. I don't have a lot of faith in Len Wiseman, but uh, the the Lynn Wiseman name definitely turns me off to the project. Um, I like the idea of like what do they call it? Urban fantasy. Well, sure. I mean, is, is that is like the best selling in the genre novels now. Yeah. Nothing sells more than mysteries involving werewolves, vampires, zombies, uh, and the yeah, undead. A lot of that's because of the paranormal romance but that's, crowd. That's pretty much the same goddamn thing now. I, urban fantasy and paranormal romance. <laughs> I know. Almost completely the same and, and genre. And I mean, yeah. I'll say, yeah. for me, urban fantasy, I think one of the urban fantasies that's working well, maybe it's just me, is the Warehouse 13. I don't know whether you've seen it. I like uh, Warehouse 13, It's a though. charming show, yeah. and I like it. And I like the idea of it. That so do I, but uh, a rehash of Friday the 13th, the series, I'll take it. Is that what it is? <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, it, I never saw Friday the 13th, the series. So. Yeah, the, ba- the basic idea of Friday the 13th, the series. It's not uh, as heavy as Friday the 13th, two, the two series. Two young family members inherit their uncle's slash father, whoever it is, yeah. uh, antiquities shop. Okay. But it was cursed years ago, and the antiques all went out, so they have to find all the antiques back okay. because they're causing havoc to various people's and lives. This one is just... There are certain items throughout history that have yeah. powers, and unexplainable so it, so powers. So it's about, we have to collect them back into this one location. Uh, yeah, for the to keep everybody safe and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Same, same basic idea. No, yeah, but it's a charming show. It has oh, yeah. A, it I'm has not, a I'm not and, and that to me is way. urban fantasy, definitely. You know, you can't get much more urban fantasy than that also, but in a very different way. And I wish we'd go more in that path than... Sure, because almost oh. everything is almost a Philip Marlowe with sex, you know, yeah. is the basic idea. Yeah, and I mean, as much as I want to, you know, fuck Philip Marlowe as much as the next guy, but <laughs> can we move on, you know? <laughs> Wait a I second. Mean, he's I'm got the a next really guy. nice ass. I'm the next guy, <laughs> Have so you, you seen better his be ass? careful with yourself. Have you seen Philip Marlowe's yeah. ass? It is delicious. It's like a ripe Jersey apple. I tell you, I, it's oh, like a man. peach just waiting to be peeled. I cannot wait to bite into that juicy, delicious piece of fruit. Wow. An 18-year-old Taiwanese man known as Chuang, Chuang. Chuang uh, checked into a private room at an internet cafe at lunchtime last Friday and played Diablo 3 for 40 consecutive hours without a single break for food or sleep. When a cafe employee went to check him this uh, Sunday morning, Chuang was apparently asleep on the table. He woke up, took a few steps, then collapsed and died a short time later at a nearby hospital. What? No cause of death has been released yet, but it's suspected that Chuang may have developed a blood clot or suffered heart problems after such a long time sitting in the same place. 
Obviously, this is a tragedy. And though we don't know yet if excessive gaming was actually what killed this man, it's always worth noting that the 40-hour marathons at a computer aren't exactly healthy. If you're in the midst of a big-time gaming run, remember, stand up, take a break, stretch, go for a walk. Perhaps keep, answer your phone. Keep hydrated <laughs> and well-fed. <laughs> um, number one. This only it, happens in friggin' Taiwan. Number one, do yeah. we really need to... Did we not know it's not healthy to sit in a chair for 40 hours at a time staring this at a happens, small screen? It seems to happen at least once a year in Taiwan. Seriously? Yes. There's something going on with the Internet Cafe and the, the addiction or just having to get away from whatever they're getting away now, from Are we sure so it's long. not Diablo? There's no proof. Are we sure that Diablo no has not come through the screen? <laughs> it, and just the, the actual just like, possession, the devil swallowed his soul. Has possessed this. It could have been a possession. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is a movie. Um, this is a movie. <laughs> a, a video this is game an urban people? mystery. I think it's a B movie. <laughs> movie. <laughs> we uh, have an urban mystery movie right go. here. That's right. <laughs> oh, and then we have the detective who shows movie. up, who specializes in this kind of thing, happens to be a fanatic game player. Knows the lore behind it all. Yeah. Oh, I gotta write this movie. It's gonna yeah. happen. It's in the programming, man. <laughs> oh, it's, it's in the programming. It's in the programming. Who where was the person? Uh, where was the person at who shit welded themselves to their chair? Uh, oh, the <laughs> was the that toilet one? Yeah. Shit welded yeah. themselves. Yeah, that that was. Uh, that There's was, a phrase. You I don't, don't know where that. I don't remember where that took place. Uh, I have to go back and listen to that episode. That, that, well, well, just what kept were they, playing. Were they watching something or were they playing something? I can't. I don't recall. Uh, but that was a long time. Andy, maybe because I'm an old man. He has a chair. But I sit in one position for more than like ten minutes, and I got to move. Yeah, yeah just to, I have to at least shift to at least my shimmy weight. a little. Well, I mean, you like, know? okay, I. You can. Forty hours is dumb in the first place. Diablo, yes, it sucks you in, and you want to play it for a long time. I don't know if you'd ever really want to sit there for forty hours, and not have hunger or tiredness overcome you. I, I would admit to having those really long gaming sessions, but a really long gaming session is six hours. Yeah, yeah. And, and at that point, you're like, look, I'm tired of clicking. Well, and your uh, eyes my, just get tired of nothing else. My finger else. is tired. Just type slash pizza, man. Slash pizza. Slash pizza. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, there are things I've been doing, you know, working on a project or whatever, where eight hours will go by, and you'll be like, oh, holy cow, how did that happen? Oh, sure, sure. But eight hours. Yeah. And then you look up and you go, damn, it's been eight hours. Eight hours. I should be hungry. Oh, wait, I am. I'm a reasonable human being. Perhaps I should take a fucking break. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't mean to speak ill of this poor young man who made this horrible Trying. mistake right. with his life, literally. Bad decisions. But, yes, as the, pap as the man said, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Weekend geek. It just seems Yay. so obvious. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about some of the fallout from uh, from the horrible Dark Knight. Oh, we're gonna get serious here. Uh, AMC no theaters have banned costumes in their establishment. Is it only AMC? Uh, it is only because AMC the incident as of right happened now. at AM, was it an AMC theater? No, it wasn't even an AMC theater. I don't believe so. It? No, MSNBC writes AMC theaters said it will not let guests bring costumes, face covering masks, or fake weapons into the movies. The company added that anyone wanting a refund in light of this new policy will be granted one. Unquote. All right, 
Fake guns, I can kind of see. Sure. Yes. Even even that one I can see. Even full face masks, I can even understand that to a point. Uh, but yeah. costumes and masks, what? Who? That this. Why th- does that matter? Because yeah, this guy was not wearing a costume slash anything for this. He, he was wearing body armor and a freaking gas mask. Yeah. He was pretty obviously up to something when he walked into the room. Right. Yeah. And if my uh, understanding is, he came in through the emergency exit in the theater. Is that right? Uh, supposedly he left the theater. He was in the theater, left the theater, and then got it. Went out to his car, got the guns, and came back in. Like through the and front door. I, I that that's non-specific in the the uh, article that I read. I'm sure they haven't. This was written that kind of information. Yeah, yeah. but sure. uh, it, yeah, I I know that the interviews with with some of the survivors said that they thought it was part of the show, and yeah, it, and and there's a lot of false reports going around that he, you know, he dyed his hair red to look like the Joker, and I'm like, come on. First of all, Joker has green hair. Yeah, not red hair. They're so, all thinking of so, the TV show. So fucking Fox <laughs> News and all of you other crazy outlets that keep calling him the Joker, just stop. Yeah, he never called himself the Joker. He is not the Joker, does not look or even represent at all what the Joker was in the comic books. Having said that, there are... Uh, uh, I, I read uh, an article written by uh, an FBI, a former FBI F, a behavioral analysis uh, agent and went through and said there were, there were clear signs that something was going down between when he entered the theater, left, came back, it just that people didn't act. Somebody should have. Yeah, uh, there was se- no, security on yeah. property probably should have recognized something. Or at least the kid who stands there and goes, "Can I take your ticket, please?" Yeah, right. In this and, case, and you know theaters for yeah. the most part don't have security. No, they they don't. Yeah. I mean, typically. Well, I mean, he they, was smart enough to wait till the movie yeah. started. Yeah. There'd be fewer oh, yeah. people around. All the people that work there in the back now smoking pot or eating hot dogs for free. Yeah, and so they knew that he was safe. I mean, he didn't do yeah. it. You know, which makes sense. And the shocking, I I I told uh, Todd this earlier this week, but uh, I haven't really said it to to many other people. My cousin lives a mile from that theater. He was supposed to be at that movie that night. Oh wow! And uh, for one reason or another, didn't make it. And he had friends that were going to that. And as of like Saturday morning, he still didn't know if they were okay. Um, if right. if they were okay or not, I I'm sure by now he's found out one way or another. But you know, it's. Look, geeks were the victims in this. Geeks were not the the perpetrators. Yeah. So a lot of these news outlets that are you know trying to blame this on video games and fucking yeah. uh, comic books and stuff need to get it through their head that this was not the cause of this. The people that do those things were the victims in this. And speaking of, I want to call out a specific news entity uh, because. This particular entity should be above this sort of thing. Right. And has a history of being above this sort of thing. Right. And they just smacked it and says, it's AP. Mm-hmm. It shows to press. So, just a quick call and shame for AP here. Uh, Associated Press is distributing an article to its partners called Parallels Between the Film and the Shooting. Oh, Lord. There were none. Which attempts to compare the actions of the lone gunman to select scenes from various Batman-related properties, such as Detective Comics, the Christopher Nolan Batman films, the video game Batman Arkham Asylum, and the Frank Miller graphic novel, The Dark Knight Returns. Uh, Some of these examples the article gives includes the origin story of Batman, where a young Bruce Wayne witnesses the murder of his parents outside a movie theater, uh, the Monarch Theater location in Batman Arkham City, two scenes from Dark Knight Rises, where, quote, unsuspecting people are attacked in a public venue, unquote, 
and scenes in the Frank Miller graphic novel where the Joker murders a talk show audience with gas, and another scene in a graphic novel where a man uh, who's recently been fired from his job uh, kills three people in a porn theater. Now, of course, prior to offering these examples, the AP article says, quote, There is no evidence so far that the motives of the assailant in Aurora, Colorado killings on Friday had any specific link to The Dark Knight Rises, unquote. So, if that's the case, why would a well-respected international news organization like the Associated Press take the time to write an article that is purely speculative? We can get this kind of knee-jerky reaction from Fox people, CNN people. Yes. So this is the, the Associated Press. Now, AP has done something stupid that they did a couple years ago. Made two versions available of any news story they have. One, the old version, which is just the facts, man. Okay. Which is what the AP is supposed to be. Right. Right. They then create a second version that is the same thing, but gussied up in story style to make it mo- make it pop and make it more entertaining to more read. More sensationalistic, yeah. yeah AKA and, an editorial right. version. And you, and you see that a lot when you f- uh, here in Vegas, the Review Journal tends to use that version of the AP story. Oh, do they? I hadn't noticed. And so... Interesting. And so for them to go ahead and put forward this news that isn't news and doesn't have any basis in anything factual is just a black mark on the Associated Press. And I just wanted to call them out on it. Yeah, shame on them. Yeah. Well, it's, it's yeah, it's... Another thing that's pissing me off about this whole thing, uh, si- kind of a side note, I, I hear people talking about, oh, man, if, if I'd had my concealed carry permit, I would have, you know, thrown you know thrown down on that guy. I would have taken him out, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, you wouldn't have because you'd been scared for your life, uh, number one. And number two, uh, that, that same article that I was reading with the FBI guy even said... Even people with superior tactical training would have had a hard time taking this guy out. Well, from what I understand, there were a couple of ex-military and even current serving. Yeah, and they got yeah they got taken out. Yeah, and hurt or killed. I think I don't know for sure, but that's what I'd heard. So So, I mean, it's not only that, but as you just said, the guy's wearing body body armor. Yeah, he was wearing exactly. He was wearing body armor. He was not a easy target, and of course, in a darkened theater, number Mm -hmm. one. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I just. No, it's it's uh, well. It's, it's one of those situations being, where being, it's personal hero fantasies yeah, and, yeah. and gun owner fantasies. A, a person snapped their brain, yeah. snapped, and we're all trying to find some excuse, yeah. other than the fact that sadly, from some time humans to time, are broken. A brain snaps. Yeah, yeah, and somebody directly asked me, "He's like, you wouldn't get a gun?" I'm like, "No, because I refuse to become part of the problem, and yeah. also I refuse to live in fear." Yeah, no, I understand I've, that. You know, and even the Frank Miller. Dark Knight Returns comic. Here's yeah. some facts for you. Has Batman breaking a gun saying, this is the weapon of yes. the enemy. We will not use it. Well, and yes. even in this Dark Knight movie, Rises, yeah. he's like, yeah. he doesn't want to kill people. No guns, no killing. He he's says like, no it in the movie. He says it to Catwoman all the time. And she's like, but I want to kill people because it's fun. And he's like, eh, no guns. So, yeah, I just, so I've been around guns yeah, all my life. It's not... It's nothing appealing. And, you know, as, as a geek, and I'm sure... Many other geeks out there can identify with this. You know, we're bullied and, you know, made to live in fear and when we're younger and, you know, ridiculed for what we like and what we believe in. And as an adult now, you know, it's more accepted, but I'm not going to live in fear, you know, of some, right. some yeah. bully or some psychotic that decides to unload in the theater. So I'm not going to get a gun. I'm yeah. not going to get a concealed carry permit because it does not change 
anything. Right. Yeah. It would have been so much better to have a multiple gun firefight going on in that theater. Yeah, and let's not get. Yeah, exactly. That's well. That's I mean, the if other we had point a camera on make, it, it would be awesome footage. Is <laughs> you know, let's not forget the number of times you know somebody that you know does draw their concealed carry weapon and tries to retaliate winds up hitting some you know innocent you know bystander. Well, or, or even the, the thing that happens more often is they get their gun taken from them and used against them. Or yeah. then you have a, th- a situation like it was a few months ago with the kid with the hoodie, and I can't remember his name now. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, where they yeah. thought he was going for a concealed weapon because so many people have concealed weapons and get shot merely because of his appearance, mm-hmm. which yeah. was a lot of racism right there. Right. And then also that added fear of the concealed sure. weapon. Now, I'm not trying to get on a... Gun, pro or anti-gun rant right Me now. Me either. I'm just saying my, my personal... It right. can add to the problem. So This is merely my personal... Yeah, no. And a lot of politicians it. are even... Uh, one, they're saying on one side, we're not using this as to extend regulations on guns, but at the same time, just using that same platform to gay, you see, this is why we need to have more guns and more hands yeah. and more people. And so, fuck you politicians on this. Yeah. this, this on isn't both your, sides. This isn't, yeah, this isn't your drive either. Yeah, it's not a political issue. Yeah. Well, I and mean, stop grabbing yeah. the reins on it. Well, but that's what they do. That's, but that's what they do. That's, that's their they job. Do. They see this and that's and what we voted for. Right? And sadly, that's a... what the media does, too. And oh, they, yeah. I well, mean, that's why I'm loving this new show, The Newsroom, if you haven't seen it, the new Aaron Sorkin thing. It is, thing on it is a great show. Oh, and he's so really talking good. about that same thing. And they just had that episode where the lady potentially got killed and they weren't sure. And everyone else, you know, even NPR said she was dead. But they're like, you know what, we'll wait until a doctor actually, tr- you know, mm-hmm. let's wait for the actual facts. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, it, and it's hard to do because you want to you want to play the sensational card because that yeah. sells tickets. It gets does. In the seats. It sells advertising. But, it's what it's about. But it gets ad dollars. You have to make a decision as a news company. And unfortunately, most of our news companies now are trying to make money. Even the ones that I used to go to for, you know, unbiased news are now becoming more and more biased. It's hard in our society. It is. I do find this ironic, just on a side note with the, the news thing. It's ironic that other countries' reporting of U.S. stories are more accurate I hear it all than the time. our own. Like BBC, yeah, yeah. Um, even this is, this is the one that shocked me. China's reports about U.S. stories I'm not surprised. are more accurate. Now, no, your enemy. domestically, <laughs> they have rated very poorly for the International Press well, Corps about... about their own. They're not going to let their people but know. But internationally, <laughs> they have actually rated very high on news accuracy, yeah, no, and I was sense. shocked by this. I was like, "Wow!" No, I have a lot of friends that they get their news from BBC News, sure. World Today, and NPR is still pretty solid because a lot of yeah. times you can get yeah. the BBC news on yeah. that. As long as it stays pu- pu- uh, the publicly funded, yeah. it should yeah. remain relatively neutral. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, we've spent right, enough. So we we've given this enough on. attention. Yeah. yeah. We are done with this. Let's, but let's stupid not to let them wear costumes. Yes. That is dumb. It's just dumb. I mean, the, the yeah. fake guns I can see. Yeah. Uh, the, flash, but the, the flash doesn't kill anyone. The fake guns in general are, are probably not a good idea to carry around in public <laughs> places. That's a, a good point. Yeah. Even your paper craft ones. Maybe. Now, in Chicago, they had a whole thing. If you walked in your bank with a hat on, they'd make you take the hat off. Well, that's also partly because they have facial recognition exactly. software on their cameras. That's entirely what it's for. And so you're just it's like, also what? partially because hats aren't cool. Uh, well, hats are very dangerous, but only when they're on your head. Yes. Uh-huh. That's when they have their f- complete power. That's where they get their power from is your hair. Yeah. I wear one on each shoulder. I want to walk into a bank with a hat that says Jack on it. Is this Jack? 
Yeah, so they asked me to take my jack off. <laughs> Spielberg's oh, friend and producer, man. Frank Marshall, spoke with Collider briefly. That's quote, unfortunate. I would say that it will be on the screen within two years when he asked for a status update of Jurassic Park 4. Oh, thank God. Collider writes, Marshall went on to reveal that they're aiming for a summer release since it's a, quote, popcorn movie, and confirmed that it's definitely a sequel and not a reboot or a remake. Releasing Jurassic Park 4 in 2014 means it'll be up against the likes of Maleficent, Captain America Winter Soldier, Amazing Spider-Man 2, and the X-Men First Class sequel, and Guardians of the Galaxy, and Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1, and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. That is a busy summer. Wow. Yeah. That's going to be a great summer. That is going to be a busy That's gonna summer. That's going to be a summer where somebody decides, nope, let's release that later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what's the not a fourth Jurassic Park? Yes. Oh, that's... I mean, the first movie was a blast. And yeah. I'm glad they're not second redoing it. The second one wasn't bad. The second one was, was okay. You know yeah. I will make the argument that the third is a good movie. And the third is okay, too. It's fine. but it's, 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 It is a fine romp, and it's certainly it's a much faster movie than the other two. And it's Joe Johnston. It's, it's a Joe Johnston yeah. Yeah. film, Well, the sure. first movie is a total Spielberg movie. Yeah, yeah. the first two it are... It has that pace and that tempo that Spielberg yeah. Yeah. does. Directed by him, but yeah, the, yeah, that first movie was totally that whole... And it doesn't need to be redone. Because you don't look at it now and go, oh, those special effects are oh, terrible. Yeah. It still plays. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, even, yeah, yeah. The, the effects still hold up. Yeah, it plays. And, and Marshall added that using practical dinosaurs not only feels real to the audience, but aids actors in their performances. So they're still planning on not doing a whole CG'd movie. Good. Cause yeah. So they're going to do some practical dinosaur effects. That's good. Because as we all know, or John they're just Carter. clone real dinosaurs. Well, that was, and that's, that's what I was have, thinking. That's why they have to wait. Well, that's why we need Jesus Christ. That, yeah. Because dinosaurs. How else are you going to hurt them? Yeah, exactly. He is, he is the shepherd. Yes. What people didn't realize that is... That sounds like the sequel to Jesus Christ Dinosaur Warlord. What people don't realize We clone is, dinosaurs and he has to come back. When we talk about the second coming, it's not of him. It's of it's, the it's dinosaurs. It's of the dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for it. The second just, coming is the second coming of the dinosaurs, <laughs> and then Jesus Christ, Dinosaur Warlord, has to come and take care of them so that they don't trample us all to death and eat us. I just love that first film's perfect blend of wonder, horror, hope, and despair. It just, it's like, a it just, really, it's, it's a very it's fun so movie. It's so complex. I mean, it's you don't know really how good to feel. It's like, a really it, good blockbuster. It's a really good blockbuster. The point of the, ga- the movie, you're, you know, you're running through the roller coaster of emotions as you yeah. go through it. With the know? kid on the fence, and then yeah. the other guys are getting chased. And uh, yeah, he does. Yeah. It, it's really well done. It's a delightful book it's too. Like, are they going to get eaten? Oh, they made it away. Oh my God, no, they didn't. <laughs> the very first Jurassic Park book is delightful. It is. It really is. It's a quick and delightful read. Yeah, I'd say read it. If you haven't, and there's enough changes that it actually f- it feels very new compared to what you have. The yeah, exactly. Uh, enough changes to make it a different story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the organizers of the Olympics in London have decided that in order to craft an opening ceremony no one will ever forget, they're going to just go with the most insane thing a child's fever dream could ever possibly imagine. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Quote: About a hundred children will be wheeled out on hospital beds. To perform a choreographed bed dance. What? Next, huge beds will come out featuring a number of dancing popular children's characters adding to the bizarre dream ballet. At this point, a 40-foot Voldemort will turn up on a bed of his very own alongside dozens of Dementors streaming into the arena from all directions and scaring the children. Finally, a gaggle of Mary Poppins 
will appear from the ceiling, yes, utilizing Umbrella Travel, to do battle with and ultimately defeat the evil that is Voldemort. Oh, that's a strange crossover. The whole opening ceremony is still enveloped in some secrecy, but so don't go thinking you already know it all now. That's But that is the basic plan of the wow. opening ceremony. Wow. That is awesome. I, I was so excited for the Olympics until now. Oh, uh, see, I'm an Olympics fan. I, I love the Olympics. I just I, I like a lot of the sports you don't normally get to see. That is true. Some freaky and, stuff. Yeah, and, then and I mean I will I will watch you know the air gun rifling and uh, archery and <laughs> air gun rifling. Yeah, they actually have thing? like air gun like target like, shooting really? where they, they have shoot to, the air gun out. Of they the have to, no no. This but, is like you're in an old bar no, saloon and no, no, then no, something pops the, up. And the <laughs> issue is that they actually <laughs> or ducks go across. They have to slow their heart rate down and get no so they can fire between heartbeats because it'll affect the gun enough. It's yeah. that delicate of a weapon. So it's really... I can it's, appreciate It's that. kind of boring when you first look at it because you're just watching a person trying to like slow their heart rate down and fire. But when you get into the tension of it, it's kind of fascinating. But anyway, I love the Olympics. <laughs> I love the idea of them that the world as a whole, no matter what's going on, can come together... Mm-hmm. And have sex in Olympic City. You hear can, about that? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're gay, all the athletes showed up to London and apparently all the gay dating sites uh-huh. crashed within like eight hours. Really? Like the minute all the athletes got into town. <laughs> well, not only that, but they, they're also sequestered during this to in their own like little dorm area. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that place is fucked down. Oh, yeah? yeah. Nice. Nice. Wow. It is just so. all that pent up, not seeing people and just... Going to town. Now, had, did you see the other thing on Facebook about the uh, the logo for the London Olympics? No. Yeah. If you have not looked at it, uh, it looks a lot like Lisa Simpson giving her brother a blowjob. Oh, I've heard. I've not seen this. Wow. I've heard that that is the. And now, every time you look yeah. at it, you won't not think of that. <laughs> London, England for the win. <laughs> Take that, uh, President. But I love, I love the Olympics. I'm a fan of them. I love the idea of them. But I know I might be in the minority with a lot of people <laughs> nowadays. I know they've gotten sort of bastardized over the years and aren't quite the holistically beautiful idea that they were originally anymore. I but. still enjoy the Olympics for, yeah. for what it is. It, I mean, it's bringing people together. It's bringing people all across the world together. A peaceful way awesome for the thing. world yeah. to compete and yes. yeah. seems like a good idea. Yeah. And let's keep promoting that. Um, and an opening ceremony with, with a bunch of nuts? children being tormented? Bedridden children? How yes. can I not want to see that? <laughs> I love that the British economy is now completely relying on J.K. Rollins. I think this is... Uh, Look, I uh, think it's been that way for years. They're awesome s- for her. They're I mean. smart to not deny it. <laughs> right, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're British. What does the rest of the world think of us? Yeah. Well, let's see. We got Harry Potter. Good. That's good. What else do we got? Uh, Mary Poppins. All right, let's do it. Let's throw Mary it together. Mary Poppins. <laughs> let's make it to, happen. Thanks to that American guy, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, DreamWorks Animation has just acquired the privately owned animated studio Classic Media. Classic Media owns the motherload of cartoon and comic properties, and all it cost D- DreamWorks was $155 million. Now, quote... Classic Media's library of intellectual property, which is focused on family characters and brands, features a vast collection of filmed entertainment with over 450 titles and more than 6,100 episodes of animated and live-action programming, the states in the press release. Classic Media owns one of the world's largest comic book archives and media rights to the titles in the Golden Books Library, which have sold over 2 billion copies worldwide. Here's just a sliver of what they now own the rights to. A soupçon, as it were. Casper the Friendly Ghost. Oh. Where's Waldo? Lassie. 
The Lone Ranger, George of the Jungle, Rocky and Bullwinkle, Voltron, Rankin and Bass, Rudolph and the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and Frosty the Snowman, huh. Gumby, Felix the Cat, Little Lulu, Filmation's He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Oh, here's Paul when we need him. Ghostbusters. Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids. Hey, hey, hey. It's Lamb all ch- that stuff in the 70s and 60s. Yeah, yeah. Lamb Chops Play Along and Veggie Tales. Wow. Now, barring a few exemptions, which can't be used for either television or film because the rights still lie with others, yeah. uh, DreamWorks owns all these. Uh, Classic wow. Media brings a large and diverse collection of characters and branded assets that is extremely complementary to DreamWorks' animation franchise business, and we plan to leverage it across our motion picture, television, and home entertainment this. and consumer products, digital, theme park, and the live entertainment channels, said Jeffrey Katzenberg. This could mean a He-Man movie, Paul. And Collider <laughs> writes, while the Lone Ranger is already in development at Disney, and this acquisition clearly doesn't supersede previous deals regarding other properties set up at other studios, it still gives DreamWorks Animation a large number of titles to draw from. Meanwhile, DreamWorks has already started production for their first classic media property, Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Wow. Mr. P- That's the one they start with. That's where they start. Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Which could have a well, great At least potential. it's not VeggieTales. God damn right. I Well, VeggieTales, VeggieTales already has movies. They yeah. Mean, you know, well, that's... They're straight to DVD yeah, movies, yeah. but yeah. Well, they had one They got all this $155 million. That's so, ridiculous. Right that is quite a catalog of material. Yeah. Yes, it is. Weird. I wonder if they get... To, well, they must get like the rights to the Rocky and Bullwinkle movie that was made and George of the Jungle, that terrible thing that was made. And Didn't they make that Rocky and Bullwinkle movie, though? The DreamWorks? I, yeah. I don't know. That I, I, I think one? it was, but then released like through Universal or but something. But also, the, like we mentioned last week... They're opening that theme park in New Jersey. There right. you go. That's, oh, yeah. and, this is, and here you go. Oh, that, you now have yeah. a whole See, slew of See, they're rides. thinking about it. They, yeah. they knew yeah. this was in the works. Yeah. They knew this was in the... That's in probably the why they made the announcement when they did, because yeah. they knew this deal was this, like days away. Right. Be, so, well, so right be. next to Rango the Ride is the Gumby Ride. Yeah. yeah. And Felix the Cat Town. Yeah. And all that jazz. What if they own that dirty Felix the Cat cartoon from the... <laughs> they might. I bet they got Mr. Magoo, too. That seems like a Mr. Magoo category. I would like to see the whole list. I gotta yeah, look at that whole. That list would be interesting. There's. Uh, wonder back, if there's Johnny Quest. It'd I wonder nice if that great see. space coaster. Yeah, all that stuff to come back. Yeah, new zoo review. Uh, totally. Yeah, that would be fun, interesting. Although I don't know if I want DreamWorks to do all that stuff, but no, but but also that means that the stuff that they also might own on for future DVD release of these older properties. Yeah. Yeah. But for Paul, the big one is He-Man. Yeah. Masters of the Universe. That really is. Because that, well, that means there could be a He-Man ride Well, there's in that. his future. And he's been talking about how you know, He-Man's coming back strong. Mm-hmm. This could be partly. And now DreamWorks is going to make it stronger. Because well, there's, there's a money in that. There's a there's stronger money. possibility of a movie being made then. Now, then again, it does say Filmation's He-Man. So I don't know right. what's oh, going to be I know there's been talks. There, I know it? there's been scripts that have been worked on. For He-Man, mm-hmm. and of course they haven't gone anywhere with them yet. And then who? Uh, I'd slightly well, very different world. But who has Thundercats? Is that a similar world too, or is that a different? Well, there's a there's a current Thundercats going on right now. Is there Did still Filmation a show? do the original? I don't, uh, I don't think. No, it wasn't Filmation. It was. Uh, it feels like it's in that category. I want to say it was like Sunbow, which was the same company that did uh, Transformers and Silverhawks. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, okay. I, I, okay. It sounds like a sun. It, feel, yeah. it felt like a sun. I'd have to yeah. do a, a, a search. but uh. Uh, Chuck Dixon, one of the two men responsible for Bane, the villain from The Dark Knight Rises, 
is giving interviews about sharing the success of his creation. Somewhat unusually, however, it turns out that he's happy and with how DC has treated him. Because uh, we've talked about before, you know, various comic writers getting the shaft for yeah. their characters. Sure. I thought it was fair to show this as well. Uh, talking to Comic Book Resources, Dixon said that he and co-creator Graham Nolan have, quote, seen money from Bane all along. The Lego games and the Bane-shaped pieces in the SpaghettiOs. Huh. He continued, we always get a piece of what Bane makes. We'll see money from this movie. They have graphs and charts to figure out how much... Based on how many lines of dialogue he has, and how much he's in the movie, and how much impact he has in the story. I still talk to licensing at DC. They still email me and talk to me on the phone. We're copacetic there. I can't say a bad word about DC there. They're very diligent about following up on that front. And this, of course, is good news, if news that depressingly is still surprising, considering comments from Jim Starlin regarding his lack of compensation, or even advance notice from the Thanos cameo in Marvel The Avengers. Or the controversy surrounding the estate of Jack Kirby's lawsuit against Marvel for control of the various characters that populate the Marvel Universe. It would also be nice if publishers extended the kind of treatment Dixon and Nolan get to everyone. Although, as Dixon himself notes, quote, Graham and I both signed participation agreements which are good in perpetuity. Uh. So it's not up to them whether they get to take care of us, unquote. Yeah. So uh, basically... If you're getting into comics, get a good agent. First, what the well, you fuck are you doing? And two, it's early on. You got to get the right get contract. a good contract. Yeah, yeah, early on, it's it's a it's a tricky game and and rights and all that jazz. Because you know, I've been looking at making a uh, and Jeff will attest to this. I'm sure looking at making a movie. And when you start looking at the rights and getting so many things that I look at the legal world is they're like, make sure you have the rights for. Anything that's being shown in that movie yeah. whatsoever. A mm. paper cup. Make sure you have the right <laughs> yeah. to show that paper cup because you don't want that to stop it from happening. And it, rights are a tricky thing. It's a really, yeah, it's a yeah. weird one. But that's cool to hear that they're being cool about it. Yeah, that's uh, nice to hear. And Bane in this in this movie, Bane's pretty big. I yeah. mean, he's a... It's good. They're probably getting a There's some good residuals in there. Yeah, he's a big part of the movie, definitely. Yeah. You know? He's got the opening sequence, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And NBC has given the green light to the 10-episode series Dracula with Jonathan Raised Myers, who was uh, in Tudors, leading that, right. to set the play the title role. The series was bought by NBC in January with a script-to-series commitment, meaning that if the executives liked it, they would not have to go through the pilot pitch. The series has been called Dangerous Liaisons Meets the Tudors. Dracula will take place in 1890s and is being produced in part by Carnival Films and Television, who also produces Downton Abbey. According to Deadline, the uh, Dracula of this series will arrive in London posing as an American entrepreneur <laughs> who claims to want to bring modern science to Victorian society. However, similar to the Count of Monte Cristo, his actual desire is to wreak havoc on the people who ruined his life centuries later. Interesting enough. Of course, there is a woman, and she's an almost perfect reincarnation of his dead life. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. That sounds rather familiar. Yeah. I like well, that's uh, Dracula. Dracula. Feels yeah. like I've, yeah. Feels like <laughs> dead and loving it. That's it. No. <laughs> it's, it sounds like they're trying to make it a sexy Dracula when they throw in that dangerous liaison tutors. Well, if you have Jonathan Rhys Davis in it, you're going to have to have sexiness. Yeah. Because he, he, he was far sexier than Henry VIII ever could have been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, 
He was the Henry the Henry the Eighth's ass. That is a nice <laughs> ass. Hey, it's good to be the king. I mean, right? I would fuck Henry the Eighth. That's all I'm saying. I wouldn't kick him out of bed. He's a handsome man. A lot of power. Yeah, a lot of money. A lot of money and an ass that would not stop. And, and, and ginger. And, and a, a ginger? Wasn't he and ginger? And a horrible divorce record. His facial hair was very ginger. Oh, yeah, I guess yeah. so, yeah. yeah. I didn't In fact, a non-divorce record, really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> things were taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got How just, do you think you got all those babes? Just enough time for a big list. <laughs> Wee. Big list. And it's a quick little big list. Quick, quick little big list. Quick little, quick little, little quick. So many little big list. So many oxymorons. Big, big little quick little list. Little big man. And in just uh, just a great because movie, by the way, it's it's, it's a fun man. thing to discuss and then to put it all in perspective, the uh, full list of the fifteen biggest box office flops of two thousand eleven. All right. Biggest box office flops. Other words, of last year. So let's they compare. put a ton of money in it and it didn't make enough to make their nut. Right. We're so. we're gonna start with number one, the worst one. Mars needs moms. There was a movie called Mars Needs Mars. Oh, it there was. was. A, yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a CG right. animated one. That's it was right. supposed it was to be a family movie. movie. Yeah, that's right. $150 million right. budget. That was this year? Uh, that was 2011, last year. Okay, last okay, year. okay, okay, okay. Uh, the $150 million budget, the global gross, $39 million. Globally? Wow. Globally. Hey, can I million. just say it's sad and pathetic that $39 million is a flop? Right. That's, and for a wrong. family movie, I mean, yeah. it was a CG movie. It was, it was well, they put 150 C- million into this. It looked pretty bad when I saw it. And I'm like, how do you previous. spend 150 million on CG. a CG movie? Right? Voice CG? talent? What? Well, who knows? Maybe 4,000 rewrites. But I mean, I, I I remember seeing the trailer for it in the theater and going, it doesn't even look interesting. No, it, I it mean, was granted, I'm not a kid, so I mean, maybe kids will like it. Yeah, but it apparently, they didn't. Yeah. That's- Sucker punch. Yeah, budget was, was eighty-two million. Global gross eighty-nine point eight million. Oh Visually, well, then it made money. Uh, well, that 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 budget doesn't include advertising. Oh, that's just uh, <laughs> and advertising is a huge chunk of and cash. And that movie used a lot of advertising. Yes, God, did they did. sell that movie? Yeah, because they clearly knew it was going to suck. It was all over Comic Con the year. The, the, oh that man, year they promoted the hell out of that movie. Actually, two thousand ten and eleven, which I think is one over. of the reasons the movie didn't do well because we saw pretty much the whole movie in the eighty different previews that we saw for it. Yeah. Uh, Perhaps, or the fact that there was no plot in the movie once you got there and people told you not to go see it. Yeah, it, was, it was visually beautiful. It, it, just, was, it was a gorgeous movie that was had nothing to do well, with it. I was that. reading in a book today and they were saying, uh, it's great music look, video. you can try all you want to get great locations, but in the end, a movie's not about its locations. Yeah. <laughs> and that and movie This failed. location was a green screen. That well, when I was in film school, they said, you know, in script writing, story should be the star. Yep. Everything else just enhances it. Yep. The remake of Arthur, a budget of forty million, global gross forty five point seven million. Okay, now my mother loves the original movie Arthur. Mm, right. It's she adores it. And I liked it too. And that was a huge hit. And Dudley Moore is kind of perfect in that movie. It's truth. He's it could not be a better performance of that role. Right. So why the hell was this movie even made? I, I, I tried. It was on uh, HBO the other night. I tried watching a little bit of it, and I just I couldn't do it. Russell Brand is so He's, wrong for it. I think it... Because it, he has no endearing... Yeah, charm. you have to like him despite yeah. his flaws. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and it's just... I would have rather had them just steal the plot of Arthur and give it an entirely different name. Right. 
Yeah. Because the movie is different enough that you don't go, oh, that's a re- it's Arthur. And, and not only that, but how many fans of Arthur out there are going, you know what? I, I would love another Arthur movie. My mother was right? not sitting in her home going, boy, I hope they make re- remake Arthur with Russell Brand, a I man th- I don't even know exists on the planet. And I think I think all these new these young people really love that that old classic Arthurness. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's yeah. just, and uh, just uh, maybe it's just Russell I'm surprised Brand it did in general. As, I'm surprised it did as well as it did. I'm not. I, I can't wrap my mind around the Russell Brand popularity. I mean, now, he, he was okay in. Uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Forgetting great. Sarah Marshall. Yeah, but that was that character. But That's in what, every other happened. film I've seen him in, granted, get him into the Greek was that same character. Same character I get yeah. that, but it just wasn't. I mean, the funniest part of that whole movie was Sean Puffy Combs. Yeah, I mean, I, literally, that was the funniest part of the movie. Russell Brand trying to make a joke at the expense of uh, uh, what's his name? Jonah uh, Hill. Yeah, Jonah Hill. It just it wasn't coming across as as funny or endearing. It was just it was just like what an asshole. Yeah, yeah. just like wow, now that's I just, just said why remake that movie, but I just also read an, an, an online article that was interesting. That here's why they're remaking movies is that the moviegoer today, the millennial generation, as they're calling it, is um, it's they don't watch old movies. They don't care about that's old true. movies. They don't think. The, I'll know, just wait they, for the remake. They don't even think of Martin Scorsese as a good filmmaker because they don't know the history. They don't look at film as an art anymore. They look at it as pure entertainment. It's gone back to that sort of path. Oh, that's sad. And that art is a uh, movie. This is broad generalization. Yeah. There are still fans that want to know the history. Um, but that it's more about the event. It's more about being able to talk about the buzz before it comes and then post online and twit, tweet about it while you're going to the movie and while you're at the movie, which is why they're making a section of a movie theater where you can actually do that. It's all of that, and they're realizing that it just doesn't matter. They don't care. That's why they redid Amazing Spider-Man five years after the third one was made. With No, the reason they did that is just to hold the option. Yeah. Well, there's that too, but they weren't worried about the audience going, we just saw Spider-Man, because That's true. 10 years ago is... Ha- a lifetime. They they haven't seen it and yeah. they don't want to see it. They don't care, you know. And so they were interviewing teachers of film in universities that were saying, you know, I'm showing The Godfather to my students, and their response is, it's kind of long and boring. I really don't care for it, which is kind of amazing to me. Yeah, I'm not saying that's one of the. I might put that at a hundred on my 100 scale, though. It's mm-hmm. an awfully good movie. Whether you you can't deny that it's a well crafted yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so well, it's a, well, yeah. From a purely artistic standpoint, yeah, it's as an auteur, it's yeah. you know, Coppola did an amazing job. No, yeah, it's a beautiful with, film. With the first two films, I'm I'm not even going to start with the third film because that's a touchy point and for a is, lot of people. It is somewhat but, debatable that the second film is yeah. almost better than the yeah. First I, film. I've had many people yeah. say that. I I I'm not one that says it's better. I think that yeah. they're right on par, yeah. and it's really tough to get an on par sequel with with a film that starts off so that yeah, yeah, so exactly. good. Yeah, yeah. But he did it. No, and, yeah, definitely. And so. yeah, and I I have heard that same comment. Really, I like, love the version. Kind of long. It's kind of boring. Yeah, and to me, it's like, I'm like nobody can sit and watch a movie. Are anymore. you watching the story? Are you you getting the emotional? And then, and then you have a movie like Moonrise Kingdom, which just came out, the, the latest Wes Anderson movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm a fan of his, you know, Rushmore, Royal Tenenbaums, right. uh, Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, very odd movie. The Fantastic Mr. Fox. Right. He's a, an interesting artist yeah. that's creating art. And it's getting this huge buzz. 
and it's getting called the greatest, you know, the best movie of the year, and what an amazing performance by Bruce Willis. But when I look at it in the canon of Wes Anderson films, it's not my favorite Wes Anderson film. Really? No, it's not. It's good. I really liked it, but I like Royal Tenenbaums better. Mm. I might even like the fabulous Mr. Fantastic Mr. Fox a little better, hmm. and I think I like Rushmore better because Rushmore was his first and yeah. that's sort the, of that's that, a special place. Yeah, that's his passion that was right. what got him started. It's a very good movie. It's a very enjoyable movie, but I don't think it's his best movie. But because there's been so much Drek put out there, so much Battleship and John Carter, so much Shrek, if you will, crap that's just been thrown at us over the last few. But years. even Shrek, the first couple of films was better than yeah. The a first lot Shrek the Drek, was delightful. The Drek that we're getting right now. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just. It's interesting <laughs> to me that it's nice to see that when a an artistic movie yeah. that's well thought out, well executed, does show up, it's getting the recognition. So anyway, on with the big little list. <laughs> Green Lantern. <laughs> Green Lantern budget two hundred million, global gross two hundred and nineteen point nine million. Hmm. It it deserves it. Was not good. <laughs> I liked it. I know you did. It's so dumb that I do though. Uh, no, it is I, dumb. I agree. It's, it it's was an dumb okay fun. film. I, there there were a lot of things that could have been done to improve it. Mm-hmm. But it was it was overall it was just it's like okay you know and, and as we no, it's, it's the fanboy apologist in me that really likes it and, and actually wants to like it more than I probably do. Yeah. Well, and because and, I really want a good Green Lantern movie, and I yeah. want them to make another one better than this. One. Well, and yeah, and sometimes getting the origin story out of the way is important for right. a follow-up. But but yeah, so I I, I get I, where I'm you're, the first I get where you're coming from. The the time of bad guys being ba- big clouds of evil needs to be done. Yeah, needs yeah. to be over yeah, with. Totally. Uh, Cowboys and Aliens budget one hundred sixty-three million. Global gross one hundred seventy-eight point eight million. Okay, what movies have you listed so far? I'm sorry. Uh, we've got Mars Needs Moms, Sucker Punch, Arthur, Green Lantern, and Cowboys and yeah, Aliens. The only one I haven't seen is Mars Needs Moms. <laughs> and I believe I've seen them all in the theater. Yes, that's, uh, same, same. I still <laughs> haven't seen Cowboys versus Aliens. You're not missing much. I I, I, that, was a, that was a bucket of meh. It was a you know what? And it was loaded with star power and, yeah. and if it's it didn't a Favreau have the, film. If it didn't have the star power that it had, if it had just been a bunch of no-names... I think we all would have enjoyed it more because we would have walked in with a lower expectation. I That's possible. might agree with you. And it would be a fun, stupid romp. Perhaps. It would be an army of darkness in a way. Perhaps you're Not right. quite as witty, not quite as clever. It's still a mess and it's still not a great movie, but I think we would have forgiven it more if it didn't have the budget behind it. Yeah. If that had been a low budget, like make it happen somehow movie, mm-hmm. I think we would it would slowly become a cult classic. Like an attack the block kind it's of an thing. Interesting yeah. theory. Well, a lot it's of these never going to happen. It'll never be a cult classic. Because no, no, because the idea of not, Cowboys... It's not bad enough to be a cult classic. Well, it's a great idea. Cowboys versus Aliens. Yeah, yeah, love yeah it's that. a great idea, but then it gets the budget behind it. It kind of gets ruined by the budget. Yeah. yeah. It's like my sister-in-law jokes about there's a kid's show called Dinosaur Train. And she's like, well, what little boy isn't going to love a show called Dinosaur Train? That's like making a show for men that's called Beer and Blowjobs. Of course little boys are going to like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is one I know you've all seen in the theater. Uh, Glee, the 3D concert movie. Surprisingly, I've not you seen know, it. You uh, know, I'm sure you saw it enough for us. So I, uh, <laughs> you know what's I sad is I, would... I, 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 I'm surprised he hasn't discovered that it's on... 3, 3D in demand on our... It's on HBO right now. For free. Yeah. Listen, uh, listen. I have not watched enough Glee. 
Are you gotten to that part? Are you a Glee fan? <laughs> you know, the thing he is, is a Glee. I, I am one of the the biggest Glee fans that have only watched one episode of Glee. Hilarious. One, like, <laughs> I've never seen one it. Episode. And I'm a, I mean, I'm a musical theater guy, and yeah. I grew up doing show choir and all that crap. Same here. So I could very well be a fan of it, but uh, you pr- I've, you, avoid, I've you avoided it because will be. a lot of the music I don't care for that they're doing because they're doing more music that I just don't listen to. Um, but yeah, it was on HBO the other night, and I almost watched it. So. <laughs> Because I was like, I got nothing else to watch. I got nothing else to do. The budget. Oh no, wait, one, Paul's playing. Partly Paul's, out of just curiosity. Xbox, uh, yeah. Budget nine million. Uh, global global gross eighteen point seven million. Still considered a flop. That's a flop. Double. Because yeah. I can't imagine. My, they, my guess is that's still in that advertising. Yeah, but I can't think they spent as much they, in advertising as they did. Media blitzed the hell out of that. I they remember did. when it was. But, but there you go. Soon it was. Look at that budget. Everywhere. Not a single star in that. Yeah. Look at that budget. Nine million. Well, because they used all the same kids that were on the TV show, yeah. and this was it was a concert film. Yeah, it was yeah. these kids going on tour, doing their show, doing a live version of the stuff they do on the show. Yeah, yeah. well, they and then that. they filmed it and threw it in the theater. That tour did well. Yeah, the, the tour prob- did extremely and well. And it's partly why probably the movie didn't do so well because all know, those kids pr- had already seen. You're probably the onto tour. something. Uh, had yeah. had it been that a limited sense. tour, yeah, I bet it would have done a lot better. Uh, but they toured the hell out of that thing. Oh, yeah. All it were, was in like 20 cities, like almost simultaneously. It's yeah, like, it came how back. How did they get from here cities. to here and yeah. then back? Because they make clones of them. And this next one's uh, my sadness. Probably Commander K's sadness. Uh, I'm Glappy. I saw it, but it really wasn't that good. Glappy. Carter. Uh, Glappy. John Carter was this year. Uh, Glappy is when you are. When you see something that it's meh, but you're really glad they made it anyway. Okay. Okay. Right. You're not happy with the product, but uh, I'm glad somebody Thank did. Thank God it was finally done. Yeah. yeah. I'm glappy that w- that was made. Uh, glappy. Yeah. Uh, Conan the Barbarian. Oh, man. Conan. The budget, yeah. $90 yeah. Million, Global gross, $48.8 million. Yeah, that came and went. That was in the theaters for like an hour. That yeah. was... Uh, and I saw maybe two previews for it, and then heard nothing about it it, it, it was just kind of eh. yeah it's, I did it was not very it was a bad it was a bad movie a bad story it, it, it at was, no point it opened with you, promise and then yeah. completely squandered it. the yeah. the the heroine that's not so much of a heroine that he's i could have used some heroin and yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, at no point did you ever feel like they were in any no. true danger of course not well because we're also at an era now where we can't we have trouble saying that sometimes women are in distress and might need to be saved by a heroic man in an era that's 2,000 years ago, yes. 3,000 right, yeah. years ago, because we need to be, we need to show that women are strong and independent. And I agree that women are strong and independent. They're stronger than I am, and I got no problem with that. But sometimes we suffer in our storytelling because we want to avoid those stereotypes. Well, yeah, and like the, the yeah. Conan universe does seem very misogynistic, and to do that, it is misogynistic. Well, and to try to avoid I that. Wasn't gonna, I so. wasn't just going to accuse it. Because the, the first movie is very misogynistic. Conan's a, and it's a big guy. I don't want him being like, yeah. who you calling a, a maso just... Well, don't Sword use that word on me. Sorcery for God. I mean, it, it, the Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger movie is misogynistic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Much and, more fun than this one. And partly why it works. That's because it it's like a romp. It's just a stupid romp with a bunch of scantily clad men and women. And just every now and then there's killing for no reason. Nobody knows right. what the hell went on in that movie. Right. <laughs> and just for show time, I'm going to bust through the rest of these real quick. Uh, I don't know how she does it. Uh, budget $24 million. I don't know that. I don't that. either. Global I don't gross, know what that movie global is. Global gross $30 million, uh, Made nearly as much as Mars Needs Moms. Um, 
The Thing. Budget thirty eight oh, million, right. global gross twenty seven million. Did you see that? One? I did, and I enjoyed it. I th- thought it deserved a much better reception than it. Because that's that's kind of the. It had some, some. I didn't get to see it, mm-hmm. but that's kind of the uh, like people that had seen the original, mm-hmm. and then this is the prequel. Yeah, a lot of people said it fits in that universe very Real well. Well, they did a great job and, connecting the two, and it's well put together. Are you talking so like it's the not it's 1950s not hokey. Original? No, uh, the remake of the thing that uh, okay. John Carpenter did okay. in the eighties. It, it hooks right because the 1950 ones is, is brilliant. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, you can't hook to that too well. Yeah. Uh, the big year budget 41 million, gross 7.4 million. Saw Don't it. know that one. Saw it. Uh, the Rome Diary budget 45 million, gross 21.6 million. Saw it. Anonymous budget 30 million, gross 14.8. Saw it. It was good. Uh, Tower Heist budget 45 million, gross 126 million. Still considered a flop. Wait, wait, budget 46? 75. Oh, 75. And grossed 112. 112. Get a little closer. Uh, um, yeah, so it made sorry. about 40 or $50 million well, considered I, a flop. I, well, I have read in the past, I think it was back when I was in film school, that unless a film makes three to four times what it's budgeted for, it's considered a flop. So right. even if it doubles its money... It's the closest to non-flop on this yeah, list. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Uh, Happy Feet 2, budget 135 million... Gross, $115 million. Shocking that didn't do well. <laughs> New Year's Eve, budget $56 million, gross $54 million. Oh, yeah, the New Year's Eve movie. Uh, uh, Anonymous is actually a really interesting movie. Anonymous, yeah. And, um, uh, it's a beautiful movie. Yeah. Interesting idea. It's the whole uh, somebody else wrote all Shakespeare's plays. Right. Oh, that, oh, right. that, that we've been, to see that that we've been lied yeah, to good. about this. Yeah, I, and it I've is always worth loved that conspiracy seeing. thing. I love it. It is worth seeing. It tells the conspiracy very well right. and rather convincingly, and you do kind of get to that point where you're like, well, maybe this is By what the I end mean. of it, you're going like, yeah, you, fuck you're Shakespeare. He's a liar. I'm going to tell you right yeah. now, if you spend more than $10 million on a Shakespeare movie, it is going to flop. The budget was too high for it. Yes. and It didn't need it. I'm sure it didn't need it. I don't think it needed it. It's a Roland Emmerich picture. It did some beautiful things visually and some interesting things visually, which I think boosted the and it had some huge names in it yeah that apparently demanded it. and they advertised it pretty heavily yeah yeah they did they, I, I, they spent I some money saw a on good that. amount on it yeah now the big year was the bird watching movie with steve martin and uh jack black and owen wilson okay eh, okay comedy i don't Nothing remember seeing anything on that one yeah it's all. Either. yeah it kind of came and went charming little movie nothing great nothing bad what about you any movies on this list that you think don't belong there write to us comments at uglycouchshow.com <laughs> And uh, we're going to talk to you next week about more geekiness because it's bound to happen. We just can't stop it, so we got to talk about it. Until then, I'm Master Dorgo. 80s Jeff. Just Michael. Captain Luddite. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. And next week we're going to talk about what we're giving away. Woo-hoo. Oh, the big giveaway. Yes. The big giveaway. No big list till next week. The big giveaway. Where do you get all these amazing toys? It just I, I know where to look. You, he does. You are a master. Definitely, as your name implies. Thank you. A master at implies. He's a master of Torgo. That's my first Torgo. name. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Master Torgo. Mr. Master Torgo. Mr. Master Torgo. <laughs> Is, is the master at home? <laughs> it depends on what I'm doing on the computer at the time. <laughs> rock over London, rock on Chicago. Wheaties, reference the champions.